0: to jasonnewland.com My name is Jason Newland, this is Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen, listen when you can safely close your eyes. Mhm. So I hope you are well and all that stuff. I've got a message. I've got a message here, here. It's not from a not from a listener but it says here must end tonight. First month for 5 pound with no joining free free fee rejoin the gym with your old pin 72545679348453421 use promo promo code join now <laughs> to, to opt out text stop to six 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 six. it's just like okay They didn't offer me first month for £5 a year ago, or two years ago, or three years ago, or four years ago, or five years ago, or six years ago, or seven years ago, or eight years ago, or nine years ago, or ten years ago. But now they are. They is desperate to get people to go there and I am desperate not to go there. In fact, I will pay them £5 not to go into that sweaty place full of germs. <laughs> yeah, I've got an idea. Uh, no. No, thanks. Uh, it's, not, it's not the uh, exercise that's the issue. Although that is near the top of the list. I'm just not going to go somewhere. It's... it's. I don't know. It's kind of like a... A forest. Or... I don't know. I don't know a swampy... Kind of like a swampy environment, isn't it? Especially in my underpants... When I'm in a gym. So there's lots of these little swamps... Walking around. Because inside your underpants... If you go into the gym... Gearing, if you are gearing to the gym, you are basically creating your own little uh, ecosystem inside your underpants, which will pretty much uh, mirror a swamp. So all these little swamps walking around the gym, sitting on a bit of apparatus, doing some bench presses, and, and then another swamp will be sitting on a a chair and cycling. And then that swamp will go and sit on the bench press. And you know what I mean? It's just lots of swamps all kind of colliding together. Little miniature swamps. Maybe not so miniature for me, but yeah, I'm probably not going to do that. I'm just going to keep my swamp to itself <laughs> and avoid other people's swamps for now. I did i mean the gym's quite a long way away for me. It's a bus ride, but there's no avoiding the bus it's i've got, it's a two hour walk otherwise and what's the point in walking two hours to go to the gym if i If I walk two hours somewhere that's it i need I need to go to bed you know the last thing I'm going to do is think right now let's get some exercise no. No, stop it. Two hours, that is enough exercise. I know it's a different kind of exercise, but it's still movement. And it can be cardiovascularly if you move quick enough. And. You know, the whole thing... I remember years ago, sort of... I was in a gym and I was being... I had a little bit of... Uh, not training as much, but a little bit of guidance... On the running machine. And the the gym person who was there said... Well, you need to get your heart rate up. That's the whole point of it. You need to get your heart rate up. If you If you get into a mode of running or jogging on a machine and you're comfortable then that's not as good for you as to really push yourself and get your heart rate up well if i want to do that i can just walk up the stairs if i want to get my heart rate up and get out of breath i'll just walk up the stairs i don't need to go to the gym for that how's that helpful how's it healthy i don't understand You really don't understand, do you? No, I don't So I tell you what's weird, right now, just well not right now, but just before I started doing this recording I for about half hour ago I did some press ups push ups press ups push ups press ups put it's the same thing push ups press up pull up press ups push ups. That's the same thing as so as I'm concerned. So press I did I did um I don't know how many press ups but I did those on the floor and my lower back felt a bit better and my upper body had a little pump, you know I mean the muscles well basically the blood was uh, circulating through my upper body and stuff so it felt quite nice. Not while I was doing it, but, you know, afterwards. And the problem I had was getting up and down from the floor. It was almost a, I felt like it needed to be a planned activity just to get down there. So like on my knees, and then you know stretching out, and then when I finished getting back onto my knees and balancing myself and getting up, oh that was a weird noise, and so I thought mm, yeah I'll do something different. I still want to do the press ups, but I don't want to do getting down onto the floor is not really ideal because my knees are a bit I don't know I think everyone's everyone's knees are kind of bony you don't really have muscly knees do you I don't know maybe have muscles in the legs but not in the actual knee itself and I always had a few um, quite sensitive knees over the years even when I was a kid So, you know, kneeling down is not something I can really, I've ever really comfortably been able to do. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I will do press-ups, but instead of going onto the floor, I spread my body out and I lean on the chair. This is the chair, the brown one that I'm sitting in. And this isn't one that's comfortable to watch television or anything. This is just... Although the black, stinky, smelly, dirty... ancient, peely chair that's broken... isn't hugely comfortable, but... it's still nice to... it's still... for watching television, it's still better than this. This is probably fairly good for... Reading, um, sitting and conversing. This is quite a good chair. It's something that you could probably sit an hour in. Sit comfortably, sit for an hour, and that's the longest period of time that I think anybody should want to visit for. So, and it's not my chair, my friend lent it to me. Uh, and I was using it, I was using it for making these recordings and also the well, as many recordings as I could if Andre was asleep, I would sit in this chair but recently since I've been using a different microphone this chair was in the other side of the room it sounds like I've got a huge room doesn't it? but anyway, it was the other side of the room Let me see. I'll just get my binoculars out so I can see the wall. Um, It's so far away. So it was over there. And I've been sitting at my table making recordings. And it's not very comfortable for me. Like, it's just not very comfortable just sitting. It's a squeaky chair to start with although this this makes a little bit of noise, but sitting at a table, yeah, it's not physically relaxing, although I do end up getting relaxed because I'm doing a relaxation if I'm doing a relaxation session, I've got my eyes closed, and I'm kind of getting into it, you know, well anyway, I mean thinking about trying to ...move my setup ...so that I can sit in this chair... ...because I prefer it... ...when I'm making a recording... ...because I do just feel more... ...comfortable... ...well... ...yesterday... ...all my troubles seem so far away... ...I can't help myself... ...yesterday... ...boxing was on... ...and I invited my friend... ...to come and watch boxing with me... ...on TV... ...so what I did is because normally he'll sit in the other chair at the other side of the room and we'll chat. We don't watch telly together, we Don't generally, unless it's boxing. And there hasn't been any boxing on to watch for yonks and yonks and yonks. So I moved things around. So I still got, I, I moved, I basically got two tables in the middle of the two chairs yeah, so it's not very comfortable in the other chair now because I was used to it being where it was just I don't know it doesn't matter it's just a bit weird you know a bit strange and what I did after my friend left I set up my stuff here so I've got my iPad to the right of me, I've got the mixing desk thingy big, whatever it's called, next to it. I've got the microphone, all connected. And providing I don't kind of move my arm too much, I'm not going to bang the microphone. Which is good, which I'm quite, quite pleased with. and I feel comfortable, I actually feel comfortable physically which I don't normally when I'm making a recording and in a way it kind of makes me, not makes me but I feel more open to, I kind of want to do a recording. Not that I didn't want to do a recording before, because clearly I made recordings and I don't do, don't generally do things I don't want to do. It's just more comfortable. It's nice. I like, in fact, I suppose if I had, if I was, I would have said when last week, but now it's an if. I am able to get myself a recliner chair, a new one to replace the one I got then I I might... Providing it doesn't squeak... I might do my recordings in there. In there. on sitting on there. Or maybe have the choice of either one. But this is perfect. This chair now that I've got here. Perfect for making a recording. I suppose... If I really... just sitting there looking at the television I suppose if I put if I kind of I don't know maybe I'd get used to it if I sat in here if I sat in this chair watching television maybe I'd just get used to it but I like my head being supported it's kind of quite nice I like that not all the time, you know. Not. I don't, don't need people to, to like hold my head for me when I'm walking down the street. My head just doesn't wobble everywhere, you know. It's, it's not that bad, but but I do have an extra extraordinarily big head. In fact, my head's so big that my hair can no longer cover it. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of in shock today. I am a little bit. Because I took a f I took well I took quite a few photographs of my head. Uh you know, just put the the camera above my hair but you know, above my head and took some pictures. And let's take my glasses off so I can see them. You mean put your glasses on so you can see them? No. Um Oh what's going on here? Okay. So where's the pickies? There they are. Um you know what, I took some weird pictures. It's really weird. You know when you do self well. I don't do many selfies, if I'm honest, but I imagine most people have done a selfie. Even if you've never posted it onto Facebook or sent it to anyone, I imagine, I reckon everybody's taken a picture of themselves. I mean, what I used to do, whenever I got a new phone, it's totally true, but I don't know why, but whenever I got a new phone, I'd always take a picture of <laughs> of myself um in the basement if you know what I mean I don't know what I don't know why i I just it just um amused me and I guess it was just to test the picture just to test whether the lens would break or not I I needed to test the wide, you know, the the wide lens. No, 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 no. And um, just bashed the microphone again. Good, good for me. So, so um, I I forgot I did it once. Normally I'd do it, and I delete it. You know, I just do it, and just and then take other pictures, and then. I'd delete the picture. You know, I wouldn't keep stuff like that on my phone. Well. The first, when I got Andre. I took lots of pictures of him. And I went and visited my dad. And I said, I'm living with a ferret now. And uh, I said, nobody asked to see a picture of him, but I showed them anyway. So I get my phone out, my new phone <laughs> at the time, and I open. But instead of, I basically, I'm looking at the camera there in front of me, and I open the, you know, I click on the the uh, the pictures on the phone, just like the photos uh, thing and um, I click on it and I'm, I'm sliding so I showed him, there's a picture of him and I said let's go back to see some of the earlier ones luckily I'm holding the phone so that the screen is facing me, not them and a picture comes up of me the very first picture I took on that particular new phone <laughs> it's like honestly it's like I'm sure um my dad see God he is hairy I'm like no, no. <laughs> it's just skip forward on that one it's like there he is and another showed him a picture of him I was like wow that was a close one I got a beautiful picture of him yesterday he's got his little tongue sticking out He's so beautiful when he's asleep. I tell you, it's weird about him though, because my friend was there, and yes, last night I put Andre in the bedroom because him and the dog can't be together because Andre attacks the dog; he bites him, Um, just for fun. You know, there's nothing vicious in it, but he he just shouldn't be doing it, you know, and it's it's something I have to avoid. I have to keep them apart. So he's in there for a couple of hours, and then I miss him when he's not in the room with me or if he's not around. So I went and got him and brought him in there and had a cuddle with him because he was... I opened the door because uh, the dog was sniffing at the door, the bedroom door, and I thought, "Oh, well, Andre's there. He put it the other side of the door, scratching and taunting him. I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite you. You love it. You love being bitten. <laughs> you know, just how he is, little, little bully is. And I go in there and... He wasn't the other side of the door, but he suddenly jumped out of wherever he was and ran over to me. So I picked him up. Brought him into the living room, sat down in my chair. And it's really weird because Andre just stayed there the whole time in my arms. Now... If I'd have been here on my own, I'd have brought him in, I'd have sat down with him, I'd have cuddled him for, cuddled him, I'd give him a big hug for, I'd lucky if if I could keep him for about a minute before he started wriggling to get away and do something else. because there was people in the flat he clung to me isn't that weird and the strange thing is I think they I think I put him back in no, what did I do oh yeah so I was holding him and my friend said, Oh, but I'm gonna, put a, I'm gonna take a dog out into the garden to do a wee. As soon as he walked out and left, Andre started pushing to get away from me. So he was sitting with me for probably, I don't know, half an hour, just laying, cuddling me. And he doesn't do that, honestly. Even. The only time I can get him to just stay cuddling for any length of time is when he's asleep. Or if he falls asleep while he's cuddling me. I and mean, he will cuddle me, I'll cuddle him and everything, but you know, if I can get more than five minutes, it's rare. Cause he's he's got things to do. He's a busy he's a busy boy. You know, he's got things to trash and he's got His girlfriend. He did say to me once, Look, you know, not being funny, Dad, but you don't have a girlfriend, do you? I said, No. He said, Well, if you did, you probably wouldn't want to be spending all your time with me. No. It's not my fault that you don't have anyone to love you. It's not my fault that you don't have anyone that wants to. Be your girlfriend. But I do. And I've got my girlfriend. Slipper. My girlfriend, you know, slipper. I... I want to spend time with her. Because I know how to treat a woman. (laughs) I was like, okay, thanks, mate. He pushes it sometimes. Really, he pushes it. He's like... Andre, there's a line. There's a line. You know, you can go on about having a girlfriend and be cocky about that and showing off. But don't start going on about how you can treat, you know how to treat a woman. You know how to treat a slipper. And the way you treat that slipper, if that was a woman, you would spend the rest of your life in prison. Without parole. So don't start giving me rubbish about, you know how to treat a woman. No. You don't. He said, "Neither do you." I know it's so. It's not about me. It's about you. It's about you. We don't half argue. I tell you, he just pushes me sometimes. Pushes me. So anyway, so I got this the brown chair here, and I balanced my my hands. Onto the armrests. And it's... It's... uh, You know, and I did some push-ups. Sort of stretched my body out. I did some push-ups. Worked fine. Worked absolutely fine. And it meant I didn't have to get down onto the floor. And what's weird is the material is a little bit slippery. But I think it's kind of one of those architecture things uh, what do I mean by that Here's what, I mean, what I mean is physics it's a physics thing because I'm putting my hands onto the you know onto the rests the armrests and you know if I just put my hands on there, you can see all that slip. But once I put my weight on top of my hands, okay, I don't put my weight on top of my hands, but the my body weight is then pushing down into the chair. My hands aren't going anywhere. <laughs> it's It's a bit like a really heavy building. Yeah, that's what it's like. But I'm not as heavy as a building, I'm not saying I am. Well, you keep going on about being a building. I'm not going on about being a building. It's so all you ever talk about. You think you're a high rise block of flats? No I don't. You think you're you think you're a clock? What? Well, I dunno. I just just said it, I dunno. Didn't really work, did it? I said no. Not really. A clock. Why would it be a clock? I don't know why would you be a building? I said I'm not a building. Oh, okay. So I did that. I did the yeah, I did the push-ups or press-ups, whatever. And then I sit down and I look over, and the the punch bag is is literally moving. It's still moving a little bit. I must have wobbled the flat. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe it. That pushing up and down must have really affected the foundations of this building because it was, like, was like it was an earthquake or something. Just, what's going on? So the next thing I need to do is start to do some sit-ups. Not right now. But, uh, yeah, I want to start doing some sit-ups. And I've got a sit-up bench, which means I don't have to get onto the floor, which is nice. Although, I saw a sit-up bench in the catalogue. But it wasn't just that. It also was, was a bench that you could use for weights and stuff like that. And I thought about getting one if I get it on the catalogue I could just pay it over the next 30 years or something and I'm looking at it and I'm thinking yeah because then I can do uh, I can use my dumbbells and do bench presses and flies and you know chest exercises back exercises shoulder exercises you know I'd be really good Because at the moment, I'd have to get onto the floor to do bench presses or flies. I could do shoulder exercises, arm exercises and back exercises without getting onto the floor. And I looked at it. It, I looked at the small print or the specifications section. And it said, can hold up to 100 kilos in weight so the person buying it needs to be at, you know, under 100 kilos that's ridiculous so I couldn't buy it I've never in my life not been able to buy something because of a weight limit ever in my life maybe I should have but I haven't um I remember I bought a chair and it was a plastic garden chair. You know the kind of chairs that you sit in, unlike our chairs. Okay, that's not a good example. The chair that you would like patio furniture, but cheap, you know, not not expensive patio furniture, but just it was I think it was blue. It was just a blue plastic chair. And it cost me probably £20. Maybe 15 maybe 10 I don't know. But it was cheap. But It's all I needed because I was going to sit in the garden with it. And I was also going to use it to meditate in. Because it's the same kind of chair that, that well, I thought, it's the same kind of chair they have in a Buddhist centre. Well... I mean, there's a story goes with this. There's a couple of stories goes with this chair, Um, but it ended. I'll tell you the ending first, and I'll go backwards. My friend was cutting my hair, and I took. He didn't have anything for me to sit in because he's he's got all his furniture, but like um, proper. I don't know what you to call them, but they're like recliner chairs, but sweet. He's got all this stuff in his living room, but they're not liftable, you know, you can't move them into the kitchen. And he, he didn't have anything. What have I done? Dropped something on the floor. Anyway, I'm in the kitchen having me a haircut by him, and he was doing my back of my hair, And then he moved around and said, I'll do the front now. Can you move the chair back? So I push the chair back and it collapses. Both the back uh, legs snapped. And luckily, I was inches away from banging my head on the sink. But luckily, it just didn't, you know, I wasn't that far back and of course he laughed um once once i realized i was okay i laughed but it's weird it's like wait a minute i bought this i paid money for it i don't expect things to break And I, was, I did wonder, is it, was it my weight? Is it, is it, you know, or is it just because it's cheap? It's rubbish, cheap rubbish. Well, I think that's what it was because I ended up, I didn't know what to do with a thing because it's quite a big thing to just have lying around and not be able to use it. It was broken. I couldn't stick it in a... It was plastic, but I couldn't stick it in a recycling bag, so it wouldn't fit. But once I started, I realised that I could just break the thing up with my hands. It was that kind of plastic that just snapped. Absolutely ridiculous. And, I mean, it wasn't a small chair. You know, it was definitely big enough for me as far as bum size, I suppose, if you want to be... Why are you all so crass? I don't get... I don't understand why. Why can't we just get along? <laughs> um, So rude. Yeah, it fitted my bum fine. I think it was quite a cosy fit, but it's still, you know... I couldn't move around in it. You know, it's not like I could... It wasn't that big. I couldn't cover it up with water, freeze the water, and then ice skate on top of it. You know, it wasn't that kind of size, but it it was a fair size. It was too big for a kid, for a little kid. I would say. So it looked like it was adult size. Anyway, I'll keep begging this blimming microphone. And I'm supposed to edit that out when it happens, but I just can't be bothered. Hope it's not too noisy. Uh, if you want to see a really horrible picture, go to my Facebook page. I mean, today. So what day is it? It's... 5th of October, 2020. So if, you, if you're if listening to this in the future, go to my Facebook page onto that day and you'll see the picture I'm talking about. It's the top of my head. That can't be me. How am I supposed to get a girlfriend now? The only thing I can do really is to find someone really, really short, and make sure I keep my head up the whole time. During a relationship. Uh, anyway, the the the, ta- the chair broke. which was annoying, but I managed to just break it up and recycle it, so that was okay. I just couldn't believe how easily it snapped. Well, when I first got the chair, I got I got a neighbour that likes to talk. This is a different, different person. Well, there's, I, I get on a right with uh, most of them. There's one sort of elder, elderly man that likes to... I've never met anyone that likes to talk as much as him. And he doesn't like... I don't think it's so much that, uh, that he likes to talk. It's that he doesn't like to stop talking. He really doesn't like ending a conversation. Really doesn't, you know. This is, you know, literally. I've got to go. Oh, and the last ten things is this. No, when someone says they're going, that should be enough. Say so, okay, see ya, bye. Not, shouldn't need permission to end a conversation, but with him, even you know, this, can't do it. I mean, the amount of times I've had to pretend to go to the toilet in order to just get out of the conversation. See, I had to, I had to sort of really push myself. It, I've ruined so many pairs of trousers. But it gets me out of the conversation. I've got to go now and have a bath and change my... Yeah, but seventeen four more things I want to tell you. Like, no... Does any of that, does it remind you of something that's happened in the past? Yeah, it does, yeah. It does. So, yeah, it's, he caught me in the park, walking through the park to get home. And I was carrying the chair. He caught me, He, you know, he starts talking to me, so. So I put the chair down, and I'm talking to him. Another neighbour walks past us walking to the shops which is 20 minutes away and then he comes back so 40 probably 50 minutes later he's walking past us coming home and I'm still there and I'm sitting in the chair wishing for the conversation to end And for some reason uh, I struggle to be firm with him. It's probably out of respect, I don't know. Out of loyalty. I hear the police siren in the background. Or ambulance, I don't know, one of them. I don't know the difference. Or fire engine. And... What was I going to say? Yeah, so that was that story for that. That was the day I bought the thing. And then a couple of days after I bought it, probably the day after, I went into the garden and there was probably about four people sitting at the bench in the garden. For, you know, people like other neighbours and stuff. And it was summer. So I'm sitting in my, in my new chair. Now another neighbour comes out, and he'd recently bought him and his wife a big garden set of chairs and tables and stuff that were the same colour as mine. Except theirs were nice and expensive, and mine wasn't. And they had all theirs piled up in a, you know, everything outside their their flat. He came up to me. And he said, "Yeah, it's okay if you use my chair." So what are you' talking about. And he was almost being threatening to me, trying to um, show me up or something. Like, I said, "This isn't your chair." He said, yes, it is. I said, "No, it's not. It's my chair." And he was like, "You want to bet?" I was like, really? He really believed that I was sitting in his chair. <laughs> luckily I had the label you know the pound shop or whatever it was on on the chair that was still on there I said what's that then and he said oh and he walked away weird chair it brought all kinds of weirdness and in the end it's gone so this chair I got now would is fine for meditating in and you might say but don't don't you meditate sitting on a on the floor in a full lotus position? What do you think? Really? What what do you think the answer to that is? <laughs> <laughs> no I don't I tried I really tried. I, I honestly did. When I first started going to the Buddhist Center in 2000, it was November 2002. So during 2003, I started really getting into it and I really, genuinely tried to meditate. I really did. Tried to meditate. But um and I, I could meditate but I couldn't um I sat on the floor until two thousand and five. Okay, I tried every single position, uh kneeling down, which is never gonna have been a good one for me. But it's still on a mat, so it's not you're not on the floor, you're not like proper on a hard floor. Um I couldn't do the full, like I didn't even attempt that because I think I did attempt it once and I just fell over and I had to, someone had to help me untangle my legs and the rest of the time I had my legs crossed but with lots of different cushions to support my legs on either side and I was uncomfortable the whole time And I'd get... You know, it was just uncomfortable. For... Yeah... 2003... 2004... 2005... To the summer. So it was the summer 2005... When... There wasn't enough... There weren't no seats. Uh, I was at this festival... uh, Which was not a festival... But it's a, a little... At a small festival locally which was for Buddhists and it was camping so they were always tenting and stuff and it was nice I liked it some of it and the meditation was in these what do they call them they're big tents but they're more um, they got a name but they're big old things But most of the people there were actually on the mats. And I suppose part of that is um, the chairs being used in a Buddhist center quite often were being used by maybe people with uh, uh, physical issues, disabilities, uh, mobility issues, and they Probably yeah, they weren't at the the camping because it was in a field, and that's it's difficult to get around in a muddy field with mobility issues. Now I didn't have mobility issues; I just had a very I don't know my hips or my lower back or whatever it is was just not flexible enough to. Do the proper sitting on the floor thing without me being in pain. But I tried it for, th- no, blimey, nearly three years. I kept going. And then I was, I got, uh, all the only option I had was to sit in a chair when I was on this festival because there was no spaces. So I sat in a chair and I probably had the best meditation I've ever had because I wasn't in pain wasn't uncomfortable I was just it was lovely so from then on i in fact i think i i gave my cushion away just gave it away i was never ever going to sit in a cushion again or on a cushion again from then on i sat in a chair and You know, it's not everybody is happy, you know, because some people physically have no choice but to sit in a chair. But then I figured that either do I. You know, it's some people would choose a chair over sitting on the floor because maybe they fancy a change or they just, you know. I don't know why. But I sat in a chair. I mean, Most people did sit on the floor because they wanted to be part of the group. They wanted to fit in. And by not sitting on the floor, I didn't fit in. However, as time went by, and when I moved to a different Buddhist centre, there were more chairs available and there was more people sitting on chairs because there wasn't enough space there wasn't enough cushions for people to sit on the floor so it was kind of the opposite problem to what it was when I was on the uh, tenting thing so that, that suited me okay suited me fine so meditating I was meditating for years and years and years sitting on a chair and in fact I haven't meditated for quite a while it's probably time I got back into it I am looking to make some changes in my life physically and mentally uh, sort of for Meditation's really good it's actually it's just um really good for your brain basically and your mind and I suppose the the good thing is I don't need anyone to lead me through a meditation because I know how to do it because I did it for so long. I'm not an expert. About anything actually, but I do. I know how to meditate um, to my own satisfaction. <laughs> um, but if I if I was wanting to become a better meditator, I would need to really to go away for weekends and go on courses and uh, retreats and stuff. And then I'd learn different types of meditation that isn't taught in books, isn't taught generally at the centre. And and I'd I'd go deeper and I'd learn more. And I have done some of the deeper meditations. I've gone on weekend retreats, but sort of, you know, weekend courses rather. So I've learnt some of the more deeper stuff Uh, and I've been on retreat as well but not for a long time in fact I'd quite like to maybe do that I'm thinking actually when this uh, this thing is kind of finished that's been going on around the world again you need to check that out if you're listening in the future, just <laughs> I was gonna say Google twenty twenty, the year twenty twenty. Um but Google might not be around there, might it? It might be you might just have to think it in your in your brain and it comes up, I don't know. So it's yeah, when when that stuff's all sorted I'd like to get back Involved in Buddhism again. I mean, I can get involved in it here. I've got books. I can. You know, I've got books on Buddhism here. I know how to meditate. I know the practices. I know things. I could. Yeah, I know changes that I would need to make to my lifestyle. Not a huge amount of changes, really. But you know, there's uh, being. A decent person is. It takes work. Or act. Pretending to be a decent person takes a lot of acting skills. So I might. Yeah. I still want to just be me, though. I mean, I think at one point. I was. Yeah, very sensitive, yeah, probably way more sensitive towards other people's feelings than I had been previously, or since, (laughs) maybe, Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe I just need it as a hobby. I mean, I used to think Buddhism was my... was the foundation of my life. It was the foundation. It was was that important. And I've been involved and interested and been reading Buddhist books since I was about 22, probably. So 1992... So it's, what, 28 years. I went to my first Buddhist center when I was about 14, 15. 14. So there's something there, you know. But then you could say, well, yeah, I also went to my first mosque, went to my first, not Trinidad, what's it called? I went to four different places. I went always, maybe I went to a Hindu place as well, but I went to a mosque, went to a Jewish temple. I forget what it's called. Mosque, I don't know. Then uh, I went to a Catholic church and a Buddhist centre because it was it was a trip. It was a religious trip, part of the you know, religious studies that I did. And it was, a, it was a day trip, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Went out, got on the coach, went to London and visited these different places. None of the other stuff was active. You know, you weren't really involved in anything was allowed in... you know... had to take our shoes off... and stuff like that... And I think the Roman Catholic... no... it got to see some scriptures... and things like that... Uh, I didn't really find it very interesting... Uh, some of it... I wasn't really interested in the Catholic stuff... because... I used to live with Catholic nuns and I had a church in my garden when I was quite little and I lived there for a couple of years. So Catholicism wasn't something I was really interested in studying because I was forced to live that lifestyle for for a couple of years. Christianity didn't involve in Christianity, we just I guess we could have just gone to a Christian church anywhere in town, you know, where we lived. Uh, Could have gone to a Catholic church as well. Because my nan used to go to the Catholic church in the town I lived. But there was no uh, mosque near where I was. and There was no Buddhist centre. There was no it might be in a Sikh temple. There's no way of knowing. I suppose the only way I could know is if I spoke to my religious education teacher and she remembered the chances her of her remembering something that happened, blimey, 36 years ago. I mean, she'll be about 90 now. I really liked her. A lot. I really did. It's quite weird. I just want to say, when I went to this place in London, a day out, it was the first time I'd ever been in McDonald's. And I didn't have enough money to buy a burger. So I managed to get... I might have borrowed some money... Uh, in order to get a milkshake I don't know why I didn't have any money because I was always working back then so I must have just forgotten to take anything and I bought a milkshake or they used to call them thick shakes back then it was heaven it was heavenly it was perfect either it was strawberry or banana I think it was a banana one. Oh it was so nice really never ever had anything like that in my life and it was a good couple of years before McDonald's opened up near where I was it was in a different town now they've got one in the actual town itself as, as well it's really in the middle of nowhere it's I don't know out of four I suppose because it's such a small little town they were limited to where they could have a McDonald's but they've got it right unless you've got a car it's not easy to get to it's not central. It's not in the town centre. I thought they'd have gone for try and build it somewhere in the town centre, but no. Anyway, um, my RE teachers, religious education teachers, them because I had through the five years. Of high school I only remember two RE teachers so there might have only been two or there might have been a substitute for a year or something I can't remember but my RE teachers the two RE teachers a man and a woman separate it wasn't a man and a woman. It was there was a man teacher and then there was a woman teacher. When he left, and the only other teacher I ever liked was my maths teacher, Mr Johnson. And he left after probably two terms of me being at school. Might have even been a term, but probably two terms. And then we had lots of substitute teachers and stuff, and but he was really friendly and kind to me, and as were the RE teachers. For some reason, I don't know why. I mean, the third, the RE, the male RE teacher, gave me an album of Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat to borrow. Well, I, I taped it but I took it home and I, you know I recorded it but he lent that to me which is quite an unusual thing for a teacher to do I think and the other one the lady she was probably the first one to, gra- to get my interest in Ari so th- The male teacher, it was just talking about Christianity and stuff like that and uh, it didn't really go too much into other religions. But this lady, and I think she was like Indian uh, origins, or Asian Indian origins, um, but I really liked her and so it's origin, Indian origin Indian Asian origins but I liked her no not but I liked her just I liked her and why wouldn't you like her what, you, you, no I'm just saying that I liked her and you know what's weird it is weird that I liked a teacher I didn't like my teachers See, see and the the one before her, him, and my maths teacher. The only three teachers I liked. That was it. Throughout high school, five years of high school, those teachers are the only ones that I actually liked. And they were nice to me, all three of them. And one left after a, a term or two, and... Yeah, so I was left with pretty much just one teacher in the whole year, the whole, you know, that I could be friends that I I liked. And that was the RE teacher. I'm not sure about the music teacher, if I got on with them or not, I forget. Drama teacher, oh, she didn't like me. I was a handful. I was I mean it probably doesn't come across now because I know how sensible I am and mature but during drama I did it as a subject you know as an actual exam subject so I had two years of it or she had two years of me and I kept getting into trouble I kept getting kicked out honestly because I was being so naughty but I just was having fun because I wasn't sitting at a desk pretending to listen to a teacher. I was running around not even pretending to listen, just playing, putting on costumes and stuff like that. Not really taking it particularly... Um, Seriously? That's the word I was looking for. I nearly came out of importantly. That wouldn't have made... There's no sense in that. But the uh, RE teacher, she started teaching... I think it was Hinduism. And talking about it and saying... And doing a comparison between that and the force... In Star Wars, suddenly she got my attention because I was. Uh, isn't I don't. Even, it's not even I was. I mean, you know, most of the uh, the Western world was like pretty much obsessed with Star Wars when it first came out, and we're probably looking what two for nineteen eighty nineteen eighty four wasn't return of the jedi that's when that came out or was it eighty three so the star wars was still happening it was still a big thing and she started talking about occult stuff like vampires and things like that you know and I just it got my attention and I started studying. Not because I needed to. Not because there was homework. Because I just didn't do homework really. I used to go to the library. And study. These old. uh, Some would say fairy tales whatever. But I used to study. Really look it up in encyclopedias and make notes and I used to know so much about that stuff yeah ah, I could fall asleep well, i to bring this to an end so thank you for listening please remember to be kind to yourself Because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Bye.